Welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast for dance teachers and dance studio owners who have a passion for the art of dance. Hello and welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast. My name is Stacey Morgan and joining me today to talk about all things dance, all things studio owner, all things dance teacher, all things in the world of dance is the wonderful Regold. Hey, Ray. Hey, Stacey. Believe it or not, all things dance and I'm ready to talk to you about dance. Outstanding. And if you love dance as much as Ray and I do, you would love to join us at this year's Dance Life Teacher Conference. It's coming up really quickly and it's, um, of course, going to be bigger and better than ever, Ray. The part I'm more excited about than anything is the fact that this year we don't need to choose. This year you can choose to go to one of the the many different rooms that you can um, be learning in. And when you get home, you can watch on playback all of the rooms that were happening at the same time. How good is that? I say, how cool is that? And it is something that I guess you could say the pandemic brought on, but an idea that I really wished I could have made happen years ago because we run four or five rooms at the same time. Now we've made it happen. How cool is that? You're not going to miss a session. That is very cool. If you haven't got your tickets already and your accommodation booked for this year's uh, Dance Life Conference, you can do that now by going to regold.com. Today, Re, we're talking about team members because it feels like on your side of the world and on my side of the world that the great resignation that Brene Brown has been talking about for a couple of months now is really, you know, hitting home not just in corporate land, but also in in our dance studios, in our dance communities. People are deciding they want to see change, they want to tree change, they want to, you know, pack up what they're doing and move on to something completely different. And as as a dance studio owner, that scares the living daylights out of me. What are you you finding on your side of the world, Ray? Uh, Same thing. Uh, people making life changes on one weekend and letting the studio owner know the following Monday that they've changed their mind Mm -hmm. after nine years. The catch to this, right? So let's do a little disclaimer. I think that's crossed all of our minds in the last two years, what these people are actually doing. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's stressful for us, but We can also understand, I think, a little bit, or I hope we will at least admit to ourselves that we could understand how a dramatic life change out of the last couple of years could be desirable for some. Oh, 100%. And I I think you'd be kidding yourself if you hadn't at least thought of that at least once over the last little while, because it's just... You know, it's, it's been tough. It's been tough on families. It's been tough on business owners. It's, it's been tough for everybody. So, so this is what I say about it. Not easy. And oftentimes where I'm, at least the stories that I'm hearing, it's employees that maybe have been at this for seven years faculty, a member of your team was there to watch you grow And now all of a sudden, their priorities have changed. Mm -hmm. Now, can we stop it in motion? I'm not totally sure, but what does it make me think? Better communication, 
maybe maybe we have a lot of faculty and staff meetings, which I tell everybody they should have and build morale, but maybe it's time to be more one-on-one -on -one and discover what people are really thinking and feeling. And maybe still being professional, but sharing vulnerabilities so that they'll share their vulnerabilities pick up on that because because I want to make sure I said that right yeah well I think you did and and you know whilst you were saying that Ray I was thinking yes that seems really obvious but in practice you know dance studio owners are busy and so it's probably not something that is on their radar that taking the mm. time to sit down with someone for a coffee for 25 minutes you know what the payoff could be for that you're going to lose someone that you've had for seven years because you didn't take the time to sit down and ask them how they were doing. Like that's heartbreaking. But or, or, or at least find out that they're thinking this so that you could somehow get them to stay with you through the end of the season, that, that we guide each other through a, a place where this works for everybody. Yes. But if you, you're caught off guard, you, you don't know what to do. Yeah, absolutely. And it makes me think about one of my teachers that at the start of last year, so after, after 2020 and all the chaos of 2020, she was feeling really lost and she was feeling like she, she'd been with me since the very beginning. She'd been there on the very first day, you know, all the way through and she just wasn't feeling it anymore. She missed, she missed that spark. And so she had said to me at the beginning of the year, can, can we have a coffee? And she, you know, very vulnerable, vulnerably <laughs> what is that <laughs> word I can't say um, oh you did it I believe you did it I'm <laughs> sure one of our listeners will make a correction if she you know she opened up to me and said you know this is how I'm feeling and this is where I'm at and so what we did then is we touched base at the end of you know we, we did 10 weeks worth of class and then we touched base and had coffee again and she said you know it's still not right, but maybe that's just because I'm doing too much. At the time, she was teaching Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And so I said to her, how about we just do Tuesday, Wednesday? And I took her Thursday classes for her for the next 10 weeks. And then we sat down after that 10 weeks and I was hoping she was going to say, and now I feel great. The two days works perfectly. <laughs> but guess what she said instead? I That she was done all I'm together? Done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. But at least because I had those conversations, it didn't come as a shockery. It wasn't something that I was just completely like, well, what am I going to do now? And also because we'd had those conversations and because she's a champion of a person, she said, you know, we've still got, you know, 20 more weeks of, of the year of the season to go. So I will stick with you until the end. And the irony of that Ree, is that she, we did a big farewell for her at the end of our season and you know, thanked her for all of her hard work. We've come back this season and there are so many people that are calling out because of COVID or their family has COVID or one of my teachers is injured at the moment. And so we've had that many people calling out that she's actually been in the studio more now than she was last year. <laughs> but she's actually enjoying it because it's something new each week. And she said, actually, I like, I like this. This is, this is working for me. So without those conversations... It would have just been a, 
I, you know, she got to the end and she threw her hands up and then she wanted nothing to do with it anymore. But I feel like the way we kind of scaffolded it has meant that she's still part of the community. She's still part of our family and she feels comfortable coming in and covering, which has been a lifesaver for us. Yes, we all want teachers to cover. So you bring up a point that I want our listeners to contemplate on this topic. How can you work with this person when you hear this news to make it so that it isn't a break, Mm. right? Because a year or two from now, this person could completely change their mind. And wouldn't it be great if you could keep this, this relationship? I mean, everybody needs somebody to cover classes. You might have landed in a better position having this person here and happy yes absolutely then you would have been if she continued doing what she was doing and was unenthusiastic about it yeah yeah and so it's been it's been really delightful she in during the season break over the summer she brought all of her branded t-shirts to my house and said pass these on to the other teachers. She said, I'm keeping one at home, but here's my pile of ones that I've worn for the last however long. They're still in good condition. Pass them on to the other teachers to wear. And when she had been into the studio during our first week of classes and she'd been in like three out of the four days, I said to her, I bet you're glad you kept that (laughs) T-shirt. And she said, yes, I've washed it and worn it every, every single day. It's those people we need, Ray, around us, those people that are loyal to us and that, you know, have looked after yes. us and have been there, finding ways to look after them so that they, you know, that relationship is reciprocal, I think is really important. And not judging them because Absolutely. they've made this decision. Their journey is different than ours. And yes, when it comes to dance, whether it's the dancers themselves, the parents or the faculty, we expect a commitment. But the last couple of years is an exception to society in general. Mm -hmm. And we have to understand that we're living through this and that we have to be the right kind of leader and not alienate these people because they made some sort of decision that is could be foreign to us and not the way we were raised and not what we originally thought was our deal here. Yeah. I, I know what I say is tough because I'm usually a guy who's a follow the rules, you got policies, you stick to them. I think society is in a dramatic change. And that if we're real leaders, we, we even if we don't completely understand, it's like, okay, how are we going to cover our bases? Mm-hmm. rather than the freak out of this because yeah. this is this is the new description of doing business right right now yep yep and you know our clientele are more understanding to that our our team is mm. more understanding to that everybody's been living through this experience together and so i like to think that everybody kind of gets it doesn't mean that they're not, you know, they're not also having a hard time and aren't going to, you know, find some things more annoying for them than, than they would have in the past. 
but I tell you what, I've I've cancelled more classes in the last three weeks, Ree, than than I've, or well, in the last two years, really, than I ever did in the first ten years of my business. And my, what I thought would be like catastrophic for my clientele that they would just absolutely flip over, they're all a lot more understanding. Oh, my lessons cancelled tonight. I get it. You know, you're short staffed. Everyone in town is short staffed. The McDonald's is short staffed. Yeah, the um, the pub is short staffed. So I think people are a bit more understanding when it comes to all of our policies and procedures being being a little bit more lax. Agreed. And and what does that mean? It means that as we turn the corner, I think you in Australia, also Canadian listeners, your rules are still more stringent. We're starting, and I don't want to jinx myself, so I'm knocking on wood. We're starting to turn the corner here, but it's not going back to the way it was. Mm -mm. It's different. Yep. Those policies and procedures are going to take a long time before they become important again. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in a, where we have to be more, more human with those people around us who help to keep our business going. Yeah, yeah, more human. I like that. More, more, more human, more practical. Empathetic. Like, yes. and, and also know that don't judge somebody at this time because they're out of character. Because the world is out of character, <laughs> right? Yes. I mean, think about this. At the time we're talking, in the States anyway, we're turning a corner on the pandemic, only opening this new curtain to a war or whatever, this uncertainty on the other side of the world that has a major effect on us. That's having a major effect on our faculty, our mm -hmm. staff. Mm -hmm the community that we serve, our clientele. Um, these are challenging times. Um, and, but I want to add to that. I still think in the most challenging times, if we do it right, the studio is the escape. Mm -hmm. Yes. The yeah. studio is the escape. So even more reason for us to be there, even more reason for kids to go in and listen to music and not be seeing social anything because it's all negative and just uh, they're in feeling their spirit or the spirit of dance. And so is the teacher. Yeah. And so there's even more value in who we are and what we do. But at the same time, I'm going to take and shift us into a new direction out of faculty and staff and say, we have to have that kind of empathy more so than ever before with our clientele. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The mom who seems so out of character, who's complaining about a costume and she's always adored everything you've ever done for the 12 years she's been with you. Believe me, it's not that costume that's causing her to freak out. Yeah. The costume 
is her release. Yeah. And if she's releasing, this is the thing we often don't think about, Ray. If she's releasing with us, just like when kids have tantrums when they go home after school or they have tantrums only for their mum and not anyone else in their family, <clears throat> the studio is their safe space. And that's where they, you know, that's where they feel like they can let it go. Unfortunately, we end up being in the firing line, but it's actually a compliment to the space and community and culture that we've created that people feel that they can come and let loose when they get to us but that's that's what it's like it's a tantrum right okay we're gonna continue this discussion but for our listeners did you hear what stacy just said when they are yelling and screaming at you it's actually a compliment <laughs> <laughs> no but i get your point and yes, can we can we look at them when they they're upset about the costume and kind of smile and go, hey, are you sure it's the costume that you're so upset about? Can I is there anything I could discuss with you? Like Yeah, are you okay? Yeah. The empathy. Cause we this is what's happening in our world, and this isn't just dance. We're all feeling the same thing that mother is feeling when she brought up the costume. So when she brings up the costume after you hear this, after you had to change that costume 13 times because the original one was still on a boat coming from China <laughs> or, or, or this one didn't come in an extra large and you needed four extra larges, so you had to make a decision. They don't know that that's what you went through. Yes. So therefore, when they say what they say, it is understandable why you would even have to go there because you have been through hell to get that costume for that child so that they could get in the recital and, and live their dream. But that person doesn't know that. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's empathy. It's to stand back and go, Ooh, it's been a rough day. I used to say this all the time, say to yourself, I don't know, do you have meatloaf in Australia? We don't, but we watch enough. We watch enough movies to, and Netflix to know what, what you're talking about. <laughs> you say to yourself, she must have dropped the meatloaf yeah. on the way to pick up the kid. <laughs> I think I've heard you say that before, Ray. Okay, like stage. if you can say that, you will smile a little bit before you react. Mm, she must have dropped the meatloaf. Like... We've all experienced that. And that can come from a child too. I want to make sure that we cover that because mm -hmm. the kids maybe are even a little more uh, scared and uh, unsure about their future more so than they want us to know. Yes. Therefore, their reactions will be different at this point. It's, there's a lot. I, I actually think <clears throat> all these years I've been saying to people, we're responsible for a lot more than the steps that you're teaching them. This whole last couple of years has shined a light on that. Like, like if you want to be in this field, 
you must be better educated, better demeanor, more empathy, more understanding of, of differences in children, families, parents, beliefs, colors, religions, like, baby, if you're not ready to move forward into this new place, because we teach children, so we're teaching the future, and that's where they're at. Mm -hmm. Um, we will fall behind. It is no longer I make gorgeous dancers who can do a beautiful arabesque. 99% of our clientele has no idea what that is. But they do know a confident kid. Yep. Absolutely. And on that as well, Ria, I worry about, especially during this time, about our teenage dancers who have access to social media and there are so many horrific images coming mm. at them at the moment and they can't, their minds are actually not prepared. It's like the, the, the development of their brains is not at a position where they can handle the kind of images that we're seeing. And I'm not talking about anything more than what they're actually showing on the news when you turn on the news at night. But some of those images are really confronting. And for those teenage brains, for those kids who are on social media, and they're getting overloaded with all of that, plus all of the pressures of the last two years of their schooling and education has been, you know, a, a complete mess. I'm doing a lot of extra work with those teenage kids in the classroom in terms of not teaching them how to get their, their back leg higher in the arabesque, but making sure that they are okay when, when they Agreed. come in and they're okay when they go out as well. Agreed. This is how I feel. Uh, this will become more prevalent as time goes on, unless this whole mess ends really fast, which would be a blessing mm. that I would pray for. We will appreciate the 80s, 90s, 2000s a whole lot more as time goes on. What's happened here is we didn't see those images growing up, but our grandparents did. Yes. They lived it. Mm. And so I look at these kids again and I say, I'm their escape. I'm their escape. This is, yeah, I want to communicate with them, but this is where their phone is off. There's none of those images. They're feeling the music, hopefully, in, in their gut. And I don't care how good they are. For that moment that they're lost and they're expressing themselves and maybe they're turning the wrong way. I don't care. They're dancing. They're happy. That's who we are. That's what we do. Think about this maybe is getting deep, but think about how much those kids in Afghanistan right now would love to be in a dance class losing themselves. Uh -huh. Yeah, like like we can give that to our kids every day. They can't have that right now. Ooh, that was uh, a little deep, but that's what people are thinking, and that's what I'm thinking. Yep, I I didn't expect the conversation to go this way, Ray. But it's, <laughs> it's I didn't either. But and it's timely with what the world is at right yeah, now really and it's funny because this will come out in a couple of weeks who knows the whole world could change before that 
again. Could yeah. be better too. It doesn't, we don't have to say it will be worse. But that's the world we're living in, just like as we started this conversation. See, I'm pulling us back. People are making life changes. And if they're associated with us, we need to be aware of it and do our best to communicate so that those life changes don't turn into catastrophes for us. A bad relationship with someone who's been with us for the last 17 years supporting us. How do we handle it as a leader and offer support at a time where somebody really needs it? Yep. Beautifully done, Ray. Wrapped it right up, tied it with a bow. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Today's episode has been brought to you by the Dance Life Teacher Conference. And if you are feeling uninspired, if you are feeling like a, a, a bit like you're dragging your feet across the finish line for the end of this season, then getting inspiration and being surrounded by other like-minded professionals is the best way to bring some of that zest and energy back into your teaching and back into your classroom for the next season so that you can continue to teach. The Dance Life Conference is happening in July. It's going to be here before we know it. Looking forward to seeing everybody. And if you haven't booked already, you can do so right now at regal.com. And I'd love to see you all there. Thank you for listening and enjoy the journey. Thank you for joining us for Regold's Dance Life Podcast. Learn more about joining the International Dance Entrepreneurs Association, the Dance Life Teacher Conference, and the Dance Life Retreat Center at regold.com or follow Regold's Dance Life on Facebook. Enjoy the journey. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 